Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to Real Talk with Angela Bless. And I am your host, Angela Bless. I am continuing to pray for all the areas that was hit by the hurricane over the last week and weekend. Guys, I pray over your families that the lights is still people without lights that I know don't have lights right now. It's people that don't have food. It's some people that don't even have a home. And I'm praying for them that they will recover all. I pray that they get peace. I pray that whatever is up in the atmosphere for them to reach, that they will grab it. Lord, just cover them. Cover them. Just cover them in the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, we're going to continue to pray for the marriages out there and everything. So I pray that, you know, even though the hurricane was going on on a lot of our areas in certain states, I pray that you was able to pray and come together and to encourage others and to pull somebody else up. Because if you look around, there's a lot of people that's dealing with a lot of issues in life that are in need of help and can't find any help or they don't fit the criteria for help. So they're left with what to do in life. And so, you know, I definitely want to come in agreement with those people also that God will make a way for you like no way. That you will not speak ill will into your life. That we come against anything they may try to erupt your, your walk with Christ or even walking down the path of, the path of purpose that God has set before you. I pray for houses for a lot of you guys. I pray for jobs and transportation for a lot of you guys. I pray for men in relationship with your youth and your children and your adult children. Speaking of adult children, we're going to do this. This is what this podcast is about, about men in relationship with your adult children, you know, because they do still have a voice in life. Sometimes we, um, cause harm that we don't know that we're causing at times in life with our youth you know it, it it's not our fault fault because intentionally we're not we're not trying to do it intentionally but you know some some of the stuff we picked up from my parents and our parents parents and our parents parents that weren't so good you know and that's why it's very important that you break the generation curses of the wrong things or even things that's been handed down just because it's been handed down for generation generation it doesn't make it right you know, in some, some cases, not everything, not everything that I'm talking about. Um, so moving along, y'all, y'all continue to pray for on. Uh, well, that's for the sports because I was gonna say something. Ooh, so yeah, I was gonna say something, but so um, we're gonna continue to um, just you know, be there for people whom God allows to be there for in life. You know, um, you can be a good parent and intentionally cause hurt in your child you know we grow up in life because a lot of us weren't taught the right way to cook clean how to take care of ourselves ourselves a lot of us especially a lot of women the right hygiene you know what i'm saying the right way to treat a man or the right way to talk to a woman or even to respect a man and so forth we've been a lot of us has been taught wrong and if, if you came up in the era where i was raised with a lot of women and my aunties them taught me that you don't need a man you use a man you know a man is subject to you all men's are dogs and they used to just say that because you know the type of guys they're used to dealing with because a lot of them did mess with married men and the men will come and see them you know occasionally or when their wives are getting on their nerves or when their wife is having a monthly you know would do that and I didn't notice that till I got to my adult age and I was like wow you know 
there are some good men out there. It's just my most of my aunties and them females in my family, even my friends, were just bitter, hurt, and so forth. So, but this is not what we I came to talk about. You know, we need to resolve issues with our youth because they see what we do, and we always tell the kids, uh, kids are meant to be seen and not heard. And um, I think that we put, um, um, what's the word I want to use, over their mouth that they don't speak, you know, which I disagree with that. I think kids should be heard also. I think kids should be heard as long as this is in a respectable way because you have some kids that don't know how to fully um, communicate the right way. They could be loud and aggressive, but that's how they was taught. That's what type of home they was raised in. Uh, for instance, my daughter always yell. So when she yells, her son yells. He doesn't disrespect me. He's he's like one going on two years old. So when he's mad, he's raising his voice. And I'm, I'm sit, I don't intervene. I sit back and I watch. And after a while, if he does something like pick something up and try to throw it at her, I tell him, no, no, pop, pop. Because... You know, you have to stop them while they're young. And this has nothing to do about being abusive or anything, but to train them the right way because you don't want that child growing up running your house or or beating you up because you're doing this or you're doing that in life, you know, doing that in life because you got to train them the right way. I'm sorry, guys, the lights came on behind me and I'm like, who's this walking down the alley? Yeah, guys, I stand in the nice house, but like unfortunately they have alley still in the back and that remind that is so 80s reminds me of let me go keep going but anyways yeah so i i have to tell her sometimes she get aggressive sometimes she gets mad because she feels that you know that's her child and she should be able to um do what she wants so what is a parent to do if after raising their kids as the best way they could their grown children um hold grudges uh, from how they were raised or how said a parent handled a particular issue through consulting numerous um, people inside. So, number one, listen without um, interrupting. Um, the most important and difficult step is the first one, which is to listen to your child without interrupting them or, you know, turning their story around. Most important, your child wants to be seen and heard. As so, even though it may be a difficult to hear them, are are without interrupting or finding, um, you know, difficult to listen to them how you treated them. You still want them to get it out because they need to release that anger or the rage or whatever they're going through in life. You don't want them to hold it up because they become angry adults and they turn into, you know, um, some, in some cases, not all cases, uh, you know, some cases that I have seen, what I have witnesses, witness, they, some of them will turn into abusive. Some of them will get mad and start drinking or doing drugs because that will be a gateway for them to um, run away from their issues. It's important that you allow your child to tell you what's going on with them, you know, and, and not judge them at this minute. But if you need someone that's not going to be biased, that's in the room, you you have someone's there as a therapist or a pastor, someone that's not going to be just on your side, but will hear both sides of the story. You understand where I'm coming from? Because our children need to be heard. Assuming our children are taking their lies because, you know, they're holding in secrets or because they can't tell you because you feel like they're lying or because you're telling them, oh, you know, my uncle wouldn't have done that or my brother wouldn't have done that. You're lying or because it happened to you. So the best thing you knew how to do was sweep it under the rug. 
And so for years, you swept it under the rug until that rug was pulled up because it was so big, filled with dust and junk. People start tripping over it, but you still ignoring it because guess what? It's transitioning onto your, your child. And that's a generation curse that needs to be broken. And them children need to speak up about what's going on with them. A lot of the guys, if they have been molested, they won't speak up because they feel like, you know, if they say something, it makes them gay it doesn't make them homosexual or anything because somebody touched you of the same sex that wasn't your fault you let your voice be heard let a lot of people be healed from what they went through in life because they need to hear it you know it's just so many times people just take it to the grave with them and it's sad you know it's very sad um, step, um, don't correct your kid's story. When you lead one correction over correct connection, you miss an imp- uh, opportunity to have your child feel truly heard. You know, when you're, when you listen to your child's experience, it can be tempting to want to let them, let them in or what was really going on with you or to want to correct them if their uh, perspective or experience wasn't a hundred percent correct in your opinion. So it says, and when you lead with correction and connection, you miss the opportunity to have your child feel truly heard. When you acknowledge their feelings first, they will be more likely to naturally want to listen to your side of things and be open to learning what it it was like to be you in a moment being disused. And I say this and say this, um, you know, um, and you hear me say this all the time, and I'm gonna just real because it's you know we say this all the time. So we're talking about plus. Um, I I always had my own place. I always, did, you know, I was, I'm always a go getter. I always went and got what I need to do. I always work and you know, and 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 put my foot forward. And yes, I had made mistakes when it comes to love in relationship you know so this incident i did allow someone to come into my personal space because i allowed them to come in i allow i allow myself to be removed out of somewhere that god had blessed me with and i moved in with them which i'm talking about the domestic violent relationship and so this has been um going on three years now you know i'm still recovering from that when i say recovering financially recovering for this because i lost everything after i left that relationship you hear me say this all the time my listen i lost my job um, because during the midst of it, I was not starting the podcast because the podcast has been three years. Yeah, it's been going on three years now. Yeah, over three years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Almost three. Yeah, three years. And so, you know, I lost everything financially, everything. And so in the midst of the end, my kids was there. And so my son, my my 19 year old, you know, he, he reciprocated whatever the abuser did because it bounced off of me his words didn't hurt me but it was bouncing on somebody else in the household which was my children and then realize that until I lost so he you know when he would get anger and rage I would see that in him and I would tell him you have an abusive um personality in which I need not speak that out and so and then he would talk and then I would just you know argue back and forth with him to God say you can't be arguing with no spirit Listen to what this boy got to say. And so when he started talking, I understand he was upset because I removed them out of an environment that they was comfortable in. And I moved them to a, a, a hectic environment. I didn't know the environment was hectic. I thought this man was all for me. He had a job. It wasn't nothing about his money because I had my own. You know what I'm saying? And I was just trying to, I opened up my heart to be, to love again. And, and, and 
unfortunately it was the wrong one you know we we live and we learn and i think god didn't take my life but me listen to my oldest children my older children how they feel now you got some of them that's still making excuses because i will watch the kids and they get bad but that's that's a totally different story that's a manipulated spirit that try to get you feel sorry so you can get the children and stuff but when your children are truly hurt you got to sit down and be still and let them speak be compassionate if your child if your child is reactive uh, they're literally channeling their inner child and that's true they're channeling that child that they've been through and it could be six seven eight nine ten eleven we don't know but our job is to allow them to heal so they don't get to the ages we were when we heal some of us heal late and it's not necessarily heal late but we carry that inner child we basically basically enslave that inner child for so long and some of some of y'all still have that inner child in you that needs to be released your child may be adult now but when they're talking with you you about their deep rooted possibly painful issues they may seem like a kid all over again and that's so true even though your child is now an adult, they're still your child. And when you're you're working through issues of the past, you're likely um, interacting with a younger part of them that can't be emotionally reactive. It's important to have empathy for your adult children if they're struggling to understand your side of things in the past interaction. That hurt. That hurts them. And when we occur emotional wounds, when we recur emotional wounds, they occur on the right. Uh, man this is so sad yeah and when you store memories or walk through again the right um anger or whatever they're going through of your child brain will likely become engaged it's like they're walking through a movie all over again and they're remembering things and they're tired and they you know and they're and you know and sometimes it's just added on stuff like some of them probably didn't go to college because they were scared you know and and they feel like a failure because everyone else went and they they just stuck you know or they something happened to them they're not really telling you but they're trying to tell you the best way they can so that you can pick up the pieces apologize in a way that is just apologize to your child your adult child you know um when your your kid has said everything they have to say and you're you've both taken whatever time you need to feel your feelings just apologize it's the best to do this in a way that you're truly thoughtful and aim to validate rather than sweep the issue away again you want to focus on letting go of any defensive urges and that's true um when um I had to move back with my mom, true story, and I I begged God I had nowhere else to go. This was like oh when my kids was very small, and I told God I said uh, I don't want to go there, God, and He was like you got to go there. I like I don't want to go there. I said if you if, you, if I go there because that time was some uh, spiritual stuff going on in her house because there was so many people in and out, and I don't think they blessed the house permanently. But anyway, so. I said, I'll go, but you got to, I promise you got to promise you protect, protect my children. So we go in there and we praying and whatever. So long story short, before I moved and I was in my late twenties, um, I finally have a talk with my mom and my mom wasn't a, um, a touchy, touchy person. She was not a one that showed her emotions. It's like she wore a poker face. You couldn't tell she liked you or not. And I finally told her. 
I am sorry for what I put you through in life because I was not the perfect child. And I know I went through, you know, issues in life, but I still was disobedience and I was disrespectful to her in some cases. You know, I didn't talk back and stuff, but I had a worry when I used to run away. I had her worry when I never called, you know. And, you know, I put her through a lot. And she, you know what she said? She said, that's okay, Angie. You weren't that bad. You, you weren't. She said that. You know, and then we hugged. And we said we love you for the first time. You know, never hearing that as a child. We sat there because it was the right moment to to pour out to each other. It was the right opportunity. Now, if I had not listened to what God had told me to do, I would have missed that opportunity. And I probably would have still been holding grudges with my mom. And I probably would never have done this podcast or this radio station and trying to help nobody else or trying to aim up and help my children. <laughs> you know where I'm coming from. But some things need to be resolved, especially with your family. We need to stick together more than ever now. It's time for you to tell them you forgive them. If they don't forgive you, shake the dust off your feet and still tell them you love them and keep on going. Because God will bring somebody not to replace that person, but he'll bring that somebody in your life to give you more than that person was supposed to receive. You understand what I'm saying? It's just like a midwife was supposed to be uh, connected to you and you're about to have that baby. Because the midwife didn't like where you was going or she saw your, 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 your blessing or your path, she decided to abort the mission but guess what god has somebody else coming by that will triple and 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 and, and lead you a longer way if it makes sense where you need to go at in life to help you give birth to your vision and your whatever your passion i'm trying not to go out try but that was a beautiful moment do not condemn yourself even the best parents make mistakes um, take accountability by apologizing is critical but keep it in perspective that you did the best you could and you're not a bad parent just because you messed up in in one area uh take accountability for how your words or actions were absorbed by when without condemning yourself or shifting into all or nothing thinking you have to be a good parent and have intentionally caused harm in your child one reason it can't be difficult for parents to acknowledge the hurt they they cause it because because it, it feel like they're acknowledging failure, you know. But we 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 do the best we can as parents. Whether you come from a single parent home, a two family home, you live with your grandma. We the ones that's really trying, you know. Besides the one that has an addiction, which I was one that had addiction, and I'm not gonna lie, I did neglect my kids during the time that I I was uh, had uh, addiction alcohol. I was an alcoholic. You know, I went through a lot. So I was trying to numb the pain. I was trying not to feel again. I didn't want to feel again. You know, I didn't want to get up in the morning and reliving, reliving those issues that I went through as a child. You understand where I'm coming from? It took a while for me to get to where I'm at now. And then, you know, even though if you're friends with me on Facebook and I, you know, I talk about the stuff that I went through and I'm, I'll be honest, like, if I haven't had certain people on my side that's praying for me, that's helping me, and this is not no pity party because you need the right people that's going to intercede on your behalf. I don't know where I would be at. If God had not sent me those people, I don't know where I would be at in life. Let go of the expectation of how your kids should respond. Let it go. And don't accept abuse. Your child may be emotional and as a mental early high uh, reactive, but that doesn't mean they can be cruel to you. 
be sure to respect and um enforce your own boundaries if they if they're lashing out on you ask for time and space forget your child for not expressing his or her feelings perfectly but don't accept abuse don't you don't have to stop that and forgive yourself being compassionate to your child may come naturally but it can be a challenge show that same compassion to yourself it's okay we did the best thing that we can as parents and then you know and life goes on you know and but i'm, I'm gonna change this topic though <laughs> but i'm gonna keep what we do i'm gonna change the topic but life goes on if you have any issues with your adult kids and maybe some of you guys are not even speaking to your kids because maybe you wrote them off maybe you told them you weren't paying for anything else for them i don't know maybe you know they had an issue with who you were dating or maybe their mother put something in their ear to dislike you or maybe their father put something in your ear to dislike you or maybe your child felt like you weren't there enough for them i think coming from a parent point of view me with seven kids in which i did have amazing guys in my life to help me and then i had some awful with hidden agendas and motives that did that did help me along the way so as i as we keep walking and continue to pray for you know those parents that wants to give up in life don't give up you do the best you can and then we pray that god bring the right people to do what they can what you can't do in life and don't get jealous because when god bring the right people to help you with your children the right ones not the one that would to try to groom them and or all of that i'm talking about the right one that will help them that has nothing but a pure heart that wants to help and love them it's still people like that out there it's still, it's still people like me out there it is you're gonna bring the right one but be steady continue to pray surround yourself with good good elders of the church surround yourself with good people that has your best interest at heart surround yourself with good people that that will pray for you in the name of jesus christ in the name of jesus christ and continue to uh and continue to be continue to stand on everything that god has called you to stand on in life nothing's hard for god nothing's hard for god at all and you may be going through some difficulties right now that you know you're trying to provide for your child you're trying to provide for your children the father walked out or the mother walked out or the guy you thought that was for you um was for you but he really wasn't and or the female or you're having issues with your adult children you're just trying to reconnect with them and you don't know how to reconnect with them or you holding grudges or you, you you you're not dropping you're not rebuking or casting down generation curses that maybe possibly hurt your family i tell you let it all go lay at jesus feet and continue to stay at his feet continue to pray continue to thank god that he continue to make a way out of nowhere that he will bring the right people into your lives remove the the luggage remove the baggage remove any um animosity any unforgiveness out of your system love again pray again um show forgiveness again believe again you know it can happen to you and continue to cover your grown children because they need it more than ever because you know when they was younger they thought i can't wait till i be an adult because you thought that too but when you became an adult it wasn't all that easy was it no some of us didn't have people to guide us so we had to grow up quick right and some of us had two parents that were helping us and guide us along the way until 
they both passed away we don't know what to do you know because we depend and lean, lean on them and then we have others that that had to fend for themselves, like myself you know but god was always there i didn't do it by myself but i pray that you guys mend relationships with your adult children you sit down and you talk to your kids and stop calling your kids a lie let them express themselves let them let that in, let them talk to you and let their inner child go and draw boundaries because you do not deserve abuse from your children whether it's physical uh, verbally you do not deserve abuse from your children draw the line god is good i love you guys i kept you guys longer than i was supposed to and i hope you love this podcast support me support me share my podcast share my podcast guys i love you guys thank you